So, welcome to the self-isolation special uh, of the Nine Hosts podcast. Um, that was Torch uh, with a song called Admission. Um, and it's um, it's quite an unusual uh, release, uh, guess, given the circumstances. So, um, as as we'll probably discuss throughout this podcast, um, a lot of bands have had to cancel tours and um, have lost quite a bit of money. Um, we know quite a few bands, don't repeat, that have kind of had to put a hold on what they're doing. Pretty much everyone has. That's that's the sad, the sad fact about it. We were meant to be going to Dreadfest um, this weekend. Um, I think, I'm not sure if Desert Festival um, happened in about six or seven weeks' time. Mm. Um, but yeah, Torch have had to uh, cancel a tour. Um, they were going to be on tour in Europe with Russian Circles, and obviously that's that's come to an end. So... Uh, this song admission was on the album from um, last year, um, but they've done like a, a radio session for um, a station. I think it was in possibly in America, uh, yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. Um, so the, yeah, they recorded four songs in a session, and this is the first one off it. Um, and they're selling this for name your price. So if you want to go and give Torch some money to sort of make up for the money they've probably spent on flights and um, equipment hire and things like that go ahead and just help them out basically because the, the more you can buy at the moment the better for bands really if you if you know that a band that are in particular trouble then go and give them some money um i think the one that me and pete want to mention most probably is uh, the kurakuma and friendship tour because that has cost our friends quite a bit of money um yeah. they're doing a kickstarter uh, and talking about doing a stream at some point so um two bands that are well worth um, a sort of look at their merchant um, and sort of uh, band camps. Uh, if you want to go and give them a bit of support, then then go and do it. But yeah, any band um, from tomorrow, band camp are uh, waiving their fees, so they actually get more money if you buy stuff from. I think it's seven a.m. Friday the twentieth uh, of March, um, just to help them out during this weird time because we're we're living through this really odd moment in music um, and real life. So. So yeah. I've just talked at you, Pete. So yeah. No, no, it's it's fine, and it, you know, it it is strange times. And I've seen a few um, bands do this type of thing where something's gone up for uh, name your price or for a pound or a dollar. Um, Converge, for example, you know, trying to kind of uh, get people to download so that they can start to recoup some of that money. Um, uh, but also, it's not just about kind of you know getting bargains out there just because it's so. It's you know, not just the bands reducing. There's um, a hell of a lot of tours that have kind of been curtailed in in the UK from UK bands, and just you know, it's I, you know, if I think about the kind of the gigs I've missed, I, I will be missing. Um, it makes me kind of you know, it'll make me weep. But yeah, band, you know, I can't imagine for the bands. You know, there's um, you know, the, all the Dreadfest bands, the Kurakuma tour. There's a band USA Nails. I think they were on a U, US tour. You know, and that's just you know, like which is amazing but suddenly that's gone uh and and you know we're playing a song later on uh relating to jeff so get you know going to that again there um so but yeah just let you know take this opportunity we're going to have time at home i'm certainly going to be listening you know more music while here i intend to get um get through as much music as i consume while i'm here and while i'm you know working from home and you know Put your money towards that. We're going to be saving money. That's the other bit. Which you know, think of the the pints we're not going to be drinking. I know, yeah. The, um, the merch we won't be buying. Uh, you know, in, at gigs or whatever it is, then you know, let's do our bit and let's kind of show what um, you know, show that the scenes there. Definitely, absolutely. Because I mean, also we're not spending money on tickets either, so that's that's mm -hmm. a huge amount of income for bands and promoters, especially as well. So. Um, yeah, just just do your best to help. I know it's a difficult time for everyone, and you don't really know. A lot of people might be losing their jobs, might yeah, be sort of yeah. in trouble. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, if you can, do. yeah, yeah, and and that there is a point there, and, and yeah, I, I'm kind of, I know my job will be there at the end of it. So you know, uh, but that isn't the case for everyone. Um, but you know, where you can, do what you can. Yeah, definitely. So. We'll try and turn this into a positive podcast. And we, yeah. we, 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 I think we actually joked the other day that 
you know, if we do have all this time at home, then th- there isn't a reason why we couldn't like increase the amount of podcasts that are coming out. So, mm. um, I don't mind doing that. Um, we'll see. But um, yeah. yeah, so that was Torch. I mean, that was one of my favourite songs from that album, to be honest. So it's quite nice to hear a sort of session version as well. Kind of reminds me of that kind of, um, you know, Peel session idea of just like go into a studio, record a version. And yeah, it's just a great song. So yeah. I think that's worth yeah. a buy. Um, yeah. I mean, we've got some brilliant stuff coming up. Um, the next... Um, record we've picked is by a band called um, Stonus. Yes. Um, and you've, you've picked this one, Pete. So where did you find this one? Uh, it was sent through for review. It was sent through, uh, well, I think it was sent through by uh, the record label, who are Daredevil Records. Now, if you're into stoner rock, um, kind of early 2000s, I guess, uh, well into it, then you will know that label. And I had no idea they were still going. And or. Oh, if they've been hiatus, how long that's for? But suddenly it's came. I can't believe it. You know, um, I haven't heard them. I haven't heard of the label for for many years. But back then, I mean, they used to kind of put out uh, compilations of obscure stoner bands from across Europe. Um, yeah, it rings a bell remember, for some reason. I, yeah, and I picked up kind of um, on bands from Slovenia and and you know Eastern Europe as well as the, you know the obviously kind of bigger nations. Um, so that that was in itself was like really exciting and then this band are from cyprus uh and i listened through and without this being kind of meant to be detrimental there's you know there's not you've kind of i I get it it it's stoner rock i've heard it before uh nothing majorly new but i just really kind of got into it really liked i like the fact that uh it's it's kind of the type of thing you know like a, a a well-produced demo that you know that you used to hear when um, back, say mid to uh, early, you know, noughties. Um, you know, great demo, stoner sound, just really kind of hitting that fuzz level. Uh, it's got kind of like this kind of floaty color haze thing to it. Um, just a really good thing. Nothing, not going to change the world, but uh, but just nice and good. Sometimes you just want something that's like does the job, and this definitely yeah. does it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really liked it. I mean, um, maybe about I don't know about six or seven minutes in, it sort of goes into this. You think it's kind of ending, and it kind of comes back and hits you again. So yeah, yeah, it's that kind of really cool, kind of assured, kind of confident stoner rock. So mm. yeah, I just I just really liked it. Bit bit psychedelic yep. in parts as well. So yes, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so um, we're going to play a song called Nadir off this, um, and you can get this at uh, stonus-aphasia.bandcamp.com. We'll put the link in the description because that's not the easiest thing to spell.
Right, so um, that was a band called Stonus. Um, we're going to play a band from Lincoln. Um, we play pretty much every release that Fernand Hardcore put out, but for good reason. So um, Fernand Hardcore are a sort of small collective that put on gigs at Aikido Gaming Bar in Lincoln and the Jolly Brewer in Lincoln. Um, they were going to be putting on Full of Hell. I understand that's not happening now, which is another shame. So that's crap. Um, they put on um, a really good gig this weekend. We're going to play a band called Gal later on, but um, there was a band called Medicine Noose as well who played. Um, this band um, did an impromptu set um, sort of at the end of... Uh, there's a band called Hag, and uh, they're a two-piece, and Vivian Bastard are the same two people plus another guitarist, um, and they played like pretty much this EP. Um, so this band called Vivian Bastard... Um, I think we both had this on our lists <laughs> at some yeah. point. So, um, yeah, it's only about, I don't know, about five minutes of, of music in total, um, if that. Um, and it's their demo. But, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I love the the totally crap aesthetic of yeah. like recording it with a USB microphone. <laughs> and it's yeah. mastered in Audacity, which is like the free recording software you kind of <laughs> use to... I don't know, record right. voice memos or, or, or you know, pod, like voice-only podcasts. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I love it. It's just this kind of... It's, it's like the black early black metal sort of idea, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a proper... This is... It, here's my, you know, hardcore demo tape. We're all 17. Off you, go, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that does make it even more special, I think. You know, you do... It is... Uh, a, a nice kind of warm and familiarity to that yeah. and what the other thing I love is um, the, the song titles kind of you know this is Secret Onion Rings there's Noodle Pasty uh, Personal Space Invader you know all these things yeah, this, yeah I mean there's, cool. there's samples on here from The Simpsons and Bottom so that's yeah. an achievement within about four or five minutes so yeah I'm into that the song the songs are only about maybe 20 seconds each like after all the samples and the intros and stuff but the energy's there and it's it's like this kind of it reminds me of some of the bands that used to play the cricketers arms back in the mid 2000s yeah. as well um uh, what they called um big difference and just yeah. bands like that just and, and, really and for reference ready. yeah for reference cricketers arms like a, you know punk uh venue in sheffield which we used to kind of uh frequent and put our own gigs on at yeah, you know, not everyone listed this being from Sheffield. No, yeah, we should probably point that out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, you can find this at um, flhcc.bandcamp.com, um, which you'll also find um, Hag and Throat Punch and and bands sort of associated with that. Um, there seems to be a little bit of a a kind of um, a cottage industry for these kind of bands in Lincoln at the moment. So um, they all seem to share members, or or they're kind of all like collaborating. Um, I'm in a band with people from Throat Punch and Skin Lover and, you know, there's there's just a lot of crossover at the moment. Um, you know, there's bands with members from, you know, Lincoln's a very sort of small scene, so it kind of goes that this would happen. So it's great to sort of hear another band coming out of it. So, yeah, um, we're going to play that song, um, Secret Onion Rings, from this. Um, see what you think. Okay, so that was uh, Vivian Bastard. Um, we're going to be talking about a band called uh, Death Mountain now. Um, this is one you found, P, and it's we've we tried to sort of work it out. So we think it's a solo project from um, like a label owner, maybe, and he's been yes. joined by um, uh, other musicians on this. And yeah, I, I quite like this. It's quite sort of straight up, isn't it? But it's yeah. just good. The, uh, yeah, so it's kind of from what we can tell, and I did just pick this up through Bank of It's the head of Wasted State Records, which is an Edinburgh label that have put out 
a load of good, um, mainly Scottish uh, doom over the years. So there's bands like Bacchus Baracus, June. Um, what were the other? Oh, I'm looking now. Aspire and Throne, uh, and Old Man Lizard, who are amazing. Morass and Molasses. So it's kind of well in the kind of you know the current doom scene and and you know do great work in that. Um, and I think they sort of said like the guy said like this has been in the works for years intended to do. So this song was pre-released or the album is now out. Um, and I listened and really kind of really got where it's coming from. It's um, the big influence to me as I hear it um, is Masters of Reality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you could kind of say Queens and, you know, early Queens and things like that, but it's the same, same kind of influence point, which is, you know, Chris Goss. And uh, when I got into the band originally was, you know, it was that time after Caius had split and when Queens were coming through and um, Welcome to the Western Lodge and uh, I can't remember the album that, the, the one that followed that, which had a backing band of Josh Arm and Nick Oliveri and Mark Lanigan and all that. So it really sounds like that to me, which is a great thing, you know, like really one of those bands that never really rise to the top. I mean, they were going to headline Desert Fest or are going to headline Desert Fest, but yeah, yeah, they've got that. And for that to, you know, for this to be one guy essentially written this and sound like this, you know, it's a real kind of um, nice vibe to it. Yeah. And it like really interesting label. And um, I think I've heard about half of the bands on it. So I'm going to, there's one called um, Paper Vicks Rock on there. So I've never heard of that. So I'm going to sort mm. of like delve into that a little bit. Might be one to spend our money on tomorrow, to be honest. So yes. they've got an excellent t-shirt as well. Have you seen the uh, Mammoth t-shirt they've got for this band? No. Yeah, it's really cool. It's only a tenner, <laughs> so might drop them a tenner for that. Um, yeah, so we're going to play um, the song Winter, which I think closes this record. Mm. Um, yeah, um, it's um, called If, uh, parentheses. Um, so, yeah, this is Death Mountain.
Cool, that was Death Mountain. So um, we're going to sort of take a bit of a departure from that and play something um, wholly disgusting uh, next. So um, this one just came up on Bandcamp and I thought, you know, that's an interesting name and an interesting little story. So I thought I'd play it. So we're going to blast you with 28 seconds of a band called Vile Horrendous Aerial Bombardment. And um, this actually was a project um, sort of in 2010 from um, members of... um, various sort of grind and power violence bands so um it's essentially like the like homemade instruments which they've called a disinstrument which is interesting um and it just creates this chaotic kind of blasty sort of noise and it's got a you know proper drummer on it um just so this was really interesting just a really horrible scraping grind <laughs> yeah. noise and uh yeah they seem to have split up they only did one tape i love these kind of like little pockets of history that you just find from doing this kind of thing you kind of like well why did they split up who were they why didn't they carry on this is pretty amazing yeah yeah don't know what you thought of this one it's it's just 30 seconds of pretty horrible violence <laughs> isn't it really it is um and actually there's not too much more to be said on that you know that's exactly what it is it, it, it does sound um chaotic I, you know you kind of Fans aim for this, but the fact that they've done this through, you know, uh, a disruption to the, you know, and a kind of whatever they've done to the instrument, yeah, makes sense. It makes it kind of uh, there's a purity to that. And you know, this is the only pre release track of eighteen. Like, is the whole album just going to blast through like that and and just you know give you a migraine in the end? I um, imagine, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah. I, I, I do look forward to the full release, which is twenty seventh of March. So yeah, yeah. good. Stuff. You can uh, you can actually get this on vinyl as well. So you can go to nervalter dot uh, com, which is the label from New York. Um, yeah, so we're going to play the the only song you can listen to so far, uh, which is fascism. <laughs> So we're going to play um, another uh, track from Hominid Sounds Records, um, a label that seemed to um, curate like some pretty amazing kind of weirder hardcore stuff, and um, this certainly fits the bill. So Brooks and Maria, this is their second record um, called The Maddening, and we're playing the title track of it. What what made you pick this one, Pete? Because to me, it's got like shades of like hardcore, obviously, but... I thought the vocals were a little bit Steve Austin, Today's a Day. Right. Just a bit yeah. unusual and yeah, in your face. I, I, I like it. I like it. You know, the, there's something there. You know, like it's got, uh, you know, like an indie hardcore and, you know, yeah. like the, the, I want to say the cool kids. And that's not what I mean. I mean I, but, you know, from there, but it's got a heaviness and a weirdness, proper punk um, spirit and fight to it. You know, so it's, feels angry and I like it it's all but, but you know brought in it's, it's a maelstrom of um, chaos and, and anger and melody as well and all that brought in and that's what I like about this band that you know they've got an edge to them of, of a friction of which I just you know you get the sense that you don't really know what to expect and it's but it's all in there and packed in and I look, yeah I really like them yeah, just interesting um, take on on kind of heavy music and and there's I think the album's probably like on the first listen it, it it sounds great but like I feel like there's probably a lot that I'm not hearing the first few listens through it it, yeah. it seems a bit deeper than it first suggests so mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna go back and listen to the whole thing we've got time now um, being isolated as we are so <laughs> I'm gonna go back and listen to all of this so. Yeah, we're just going to play this song. It's called The Maddening, and you can get this at uh, hominidsounds.bandcamp.com.
So it's only March um, this year, and I feel like I've seen the last gig I'll see for a long, long time. <laughs> so um, last Saturday I went to see uh, a band called Gal, who we're going to play next, um, play with Medicine Noose and um, a few others. Um, they were sort of stopped on their tour of Germany and uh, their tour of the UK and, and Europe, and they've had to go back to Germany quite quite quickly, I think. So I think Medicine Noose are from Leipzig and um, Gal are from Potsdam. So... Um, yeah, it, it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, Medicine News were absolutely fantastic. Doom, it was like very sort of a really strange take on Doom. Like it would slow down to crazy levels like Doom bands do, but in in like a way that was like shifting. So it was quite clever. So I think there's like a new generation of Doom that's like not afraid to kind of play with it a little bit. But Gal were absolutely insane. It was like bits of Atari Teenage Riot like bits of um, Big Lad, um, just lots of noise and digital stuff, but like just blasty bits of power violence as well. Yeah. So yeah, I had to play something by them and they've just released an album. I think it's actually out um, in the last few days. So um, yeah, it's called, it's just called 17.21 minutes um, as an album, which I presume how long is how long it actually is. Um yeah, and I've tried to pick a track that's over 30 seconds just to try and sort of give you an idea of how strange it was. Um, what do you reckon to this? Because it's quite full on, isn't it? It, it is. certainly was on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and um, I was due to see him, uh, but wasn't able to for various reasons uh, the night before because he played Sheffield. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of it, like different, you know, and you can't kind of put your finger on it. There was a bit where it just sounds, I think towards the end of this track, just sounds like uh, someone being sick, violently sick. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know might be something that, you know, it's the description someone who doesn't listen to metal or hardcore or grind or whatever, ever, you know, might label something. But, I, you know, even from someone who does, that, it's like, Jesus, this, you know, that vocalist is in pain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and this, you know, this has got 18 tracks, and like you say, it's been, Less minutes and chat. Um, it's name your prize, so it's another one to get onto. This this podcast, if I'm saying it right, Mike, will come out on the day uh, when Bandcamp's doing the you know yeah. uh, no tax on it. Yeah. So get on this, get some money to because like it's inventive and yeah. it, and um, and disgusting at the same time. Yeah, and to be honest, though, they were the strangest. Um live act as well like the the guy playing like noise and doing the vocals was literally facing the drummer with his hair over his face so i didn't even spot who it was who was doing the vocals right. and then the guitarist looked like he was having some sort of fit while he was playing so i was into that it was it was good it was a good spectacle to watch as well and i think um they blew a lot of people away in sheffield as well they probably played to more people in sheffield um because saturday was kind of when people were starting to get the fear yeah. a little bit so um, yeah, so this is amazing. You can get this at um, Gal Violence. That's G A L L Violence. Bandcamp. Com. Um, this is uh, Migraine Aura. <laughs> So we we just come out of some horrible music and we're going to go straight back into some. So um, we played, um, I think it was a debut release by um, Ilin Payne earlier, well, maybe late last year. Um, we did an exclusive for Astral Noise who put it out. 
they're back, and um, I can't tell if this is just like a, a demo or like a little like snippet. Have you got yeah. more information about this one? Uh, only like a brief email from kind of the label, which is um, uh, the the kind of email says they haven't played often, and where they have, they played uh, largely in the hometown of Brighton, and this was put out, you know, to coincide with them playing Dreadfest, uh, which would have been. Uh, Saturday, it's Thursday now. This podcast will come out Friday, so it'd have been tomorrow when you're hearing this. Um, and they were playing the day me and you were going to be there, so I was really kind of looking forward to it. They, they, you know, they put this out, I think the whole you know, two tracks, less than two minutes. Um, and you know, and I like this, I've, always, I've said often, I like kind of bands putting out small, frequent releases, it keeps it fresh, it keeps it, you know, like you're constantly in touch with them and hearing new things. So, um, I'd already picked this to play. You know, before we kind of realised that's not going to happen. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and good for them and good for Astral Noise. And, and to say, you know, there are a couple of points um, just to go back to kind of the, the cancellations of shows and things, which is Astral Noise, I, I believe, have made all their um, uh, online releases name your price. And they've said all the money or, or whatever it is, they, you know, they'll, they'll give the money they can to the bands on. So, Really well done. You know everything they do is right, and you know the the well on you know on step with this. So head down their way tomorrow, in tomorrow in particular for Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, and then for for Dreadfest, you know you've got to feel from the. It's a, you know, if you've not been, it's held in Temple of Boom, which is you know kind of um, abandoned warehouse factory, uh, in Leeds, and they put on essentially kind of three days of uh, power violence and grind and doom essentially yeah and and it's a brilliant atmosphere you know me and you have been and it's a brilliant atmosphere it's an amazing place to be there's a vegan cafe in there there's three stages and there's band, you know the best bands in the uk are doing that type of music plus you know sort of these grand kind of headline names like uh acdc and Gadget and Friendship, uh, Morbid Evils, all these bands were going to play this year. And that, you know, like as this has crept up, like their insistence on keeping it going has been there. And then finally, they, you know, that's gone and understandably. And uh, I don't think anyone can criticize from it. I don't think anyone has. But also, it's left them with crippling, you know, what is going to be crippling debts. And yeah. It's good to see that you know there's been a GoFundMe page set up for the for the organizer to you know to cover like the hotels they book for for bands, yeah, uh, and all the other stuff they've had to do. They they put out uh, someone's you know done an, uh, an ex- a t-shirt which they're selling and the funds will go to help pay for that. And then also today I had an email just um, I think it was an email saying anybody who's got Dreadfest tickets they have postponed it and they're actually going to book it again for next year and offer every band who is playing. Um, you know, a slot on that, and anybody who's got tickets, it is valid for it. It's for the same kind of three days next year in March. And yeah. I, I, I know it was kind of a, a, a small nugget of kind of um, light today. You know, there's yeah, but hope. Whether if you look at say something like uh, sports, for example, Premier League or something, they're saying, oh, we'll we'll cancel for a couple of weeks and see where we are. Nothing's going to be running in two weeks. Stop trying to, you know, get real and actually, you know. That doesn't give anyone any hope or anything because nobody believes anything's going to happen there. You know, people who are kind of denying the reality of this. Mm. Um, so for someone, so what they've said is, we'll run it next year. It will happen, and it will be an it will be a great part. And actually, that's then given me something to look, you know, given something to us all something to look forward to. Us who are going and are sad it's not happening. Yeah, definitely. That, we've yeah. got something there which to look forward to, and and actually that that decision and then kind of reading on that actually gave me, you know, gave me a smile, gave me something, um, you know, yeah. a smile in all this mess at home right now. Cause Just I know, a small thing. I know the organizer was kind of like, well, I think this is probably the last thing I'll do. I think this was going to yes. be, it was going to be the last Dreadfest this, mm. this weekend. Yep. So yeah, it was. to, to extend that by a year, it, when she's had this happen is, is quite amazing really. So yeah. And that will be a party. It will, yeah. It'll be, it'll be amazing. Um, mm. Trusting that we're not in this situation twelve months down the line, which I, I doubt we will. But you know, yeah. We'll so see. fair play, you know. I think to round up, fair play to, uh, you know, 
always always do the right thing and all you know they they speak a lot of sense that they're, they're always on the right side of things uh, you know if you read their opinion pieces on things you know they've yeah. got their heads on fair play to UFS, you know the work they put in and then for them to kind of you know make good of this situation um yeah. and support them where you can and then for in pain you know this is the next step in the evolution of this band and definitely wants to follow and you know if they continue on that path uh, where they will be when they play to Fest next year, hopefully, you know, they'll hopefully have grown into something even greater. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, so yeah, we're going to play uh, Men of the West and you can find this at astralnoise.bandcamp.com. <laughs> So that was Ilin Payne. Just one further thing which I forgot to mention. Um, Feast of Tentacles Records, which is a, a kind of record label uh, run by uh, Moloch uh, from Nottingham. Um, great history in the hardcore scene. And my understanding is they're trying to kind of wind down this huge distro they've got, which is service the scene. And, you know, I, I've got so much good stuff in there. And they're trying to kind of get rid of as much stuff because they're trying to kind of, you know, wind down. Uh, and we're hoping to kind of, you know, use Jeffest to, to facilitate that. So um, they've got a massive sale on their website. And I think, you know, if you can get on there, I think it's a 50% sale. So if you go to faceoftentacles.limitedrun.com, sorry, that's, you know, get in there and, and spend your money because there's some amazing stuff there, some, you know, records in particular. So, yeah, just want to get that out there. Yeah, fair, fair play. I mean, um, I think it's Chris who runs that, is it? Um, yeah. And, yeah, he's... I don't know, he's obviously run it from like that band being members of Army of Flying Robots. He used to have their stuff, um, mm. definitely, but he used to have a lot of European stuff when it was quite hard to get that kind of stuff, like vinyl, lots and lots of vinyl, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's always quite sort of interesting music as well, so it'll have quite a lot of bands that only ever did one record or splits of bands you've never heard of and it was always like I've I've picked up loads from him in the past like from yeah. Moloch records themselves to you know just unusual stuff that he's had while he's been at gigs I think um, I've picked up quite a bit at a Dreadfest before so mm. yeah always worth a look and uh, yeah 50% off he can't really argue with that so yeah help him make some room because I know that other people <laughs> who who run distros they end up with like so many records just clogging up the house and um, you know, once you've once you've decided you, you you're stopping a distro, that's it. You know, it's 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 a long way out. So <laughs> help him out, yeah. make some room in his house. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end today um, with a band called uh, Heavy Eyes. I think you've found this one, haven't you, Pete? Yeah, yeah. This is quite interesting. It's out uh, on the 27th of March, so another week, but there's a couple of uh, pre-release tracks, this being one of them, this called Late Night. And um, I've really, really enjoyed this with all the kind of, uh, you know, the, we played a couple of grind tracks and I, you know, had some hardcore in there. This is, you know, they call themselves psychedelic blues rock, you know, 
which to me, you know, might well have just been called Stoner Rock Once Upon a Time yeah. before that became a bit <laughs> weird. But anyway, um, just it's got a, such a swagger to it. You know, this record is uh, is the one the one record I've heard since it came out, which reminds me of the first Gentleman's Pistols record. Yes, and that came that's out a good in, comparison. Yes, and yeah. that came out in 2005, and nothing else sounds exactly like that like the, until I've heard this in the last week. Um, and that is a massive compliment. If you don't know Gentleman's Pistols, then correct that error now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, just, I just really like it. It's got, you know, it, it's just confident and fun um, and uh, just I just listened over and over to this track and the other track the other track's called The Profession um, and that if you listen to that one that is definitely that that could be a, a gentleman's business all over but anyway um, listen to these two uh, these two tracks they are the best two on the album in my opinion I've listened to them but it's still you know throughout it's really good and this is a brilliant kind of fun way to end a, a podcast in dark time yeah it's nice little uh, bit of brightness in the darkness yeah very good yeah, this is um, Late Night. Um, you can get this at theheavyeyesmemphis.bandcamp.com. Sweet when you're sweating to survive and you're losing sleep. 